Today I am here with Bobby Brown, owner of Bobby Brown Cosmetics. But not anymore. Bobby has her own new lifestyle brand of health products and so much more to come. From beauty brand to inner beauty brand, Bobby is doing so much for the world. So for those who don't know, I have kept up with Bobby Brown for so many years. Let me tell you the whole story just to save some time. So when I was in middle school, maybe around sixth or seventh grade, Bobby had a contest of some sort and I was too young to apply. I was a year too young and I wrote her a double-sided written letter on pink floral paper and with a big sticker on the envelope. I sent it off and she responded back to my enthusiasm with some makeup with it as well. So I thanked her and kept up with her through letters. Handwritten, of course. In eighth grade, I had a project that required us to interview someone in one of my classes. Guess who I chose? Bobby. So I wrote her a handwritten letter, asked her if it would be possible, and we emailed back and forth, and it was a go. So I got all my questions, yes, handwritten, and did my interview with her over the phone. My mom and I were so excited, and Bobby put the story on her blog, and it was called My Biggest Fan. I thought that was the most amazing thing. So she talked about the interview and had pictures of me taking notes during the interview on the blog and it was so cute and I was so, so excited when I was in eighth grade. You know, I'm still so excited about it today. (laughs) Moving into the future, I kept up one or two times per year and we had one or two calls, some emails, and just kept up in an easy way. So I'd be like, hey, Bobby, how are you? What are you doing? Or maybe I'd ask her you know, for some advice, but she has seriously been such a figure in my life, a role model and a mentor. So when I went to New York City to tour colleges, she wasn't there, but I messaged her on email and I ended up going into the office, talking to her team, learning about what they did and seeing the office. And so that was a really cool experience to see kind of, you know, her headquarters and what she does. And then when I told her, I emailed her that I was going to college at FIT in Manhattan. And so she was like, great, this is perfect. We can meet up. And so we planned a day to meet. And after switching days around, because she was so busy, she was in the middle of the launch of the George, her hotel. We finally met and we met on the last day in New York City at this amazing vegan restaurant. And I think it's so cool that we ended up meeting on my last day. It brought everything full circle and made that first semester very worth it to me. So we talked life, her, me, New York City, you know, she gave me advice just like a mom would. And so she has such a big place in my heart and we are going to talk all about her start, switching her career after retiring and still doing projects, still staying inspired, you know, her married life and work-life balance and so many more things, guys. It is such a great conversation and she gives such great advice and is such a wonderful lady and such a huge, huge role model to me. And I am just so excited for you guys to hear this episode. And yeah, welcome, Bobby. You're listening to the Deep Talk Podcast, hosted by beauty guru, blog writing, college student, Madison Brandt. Here, we are going to talk deep to the people who have struggled, who have really been through it, to those who are confused on their paths, for the spirituals, the entrepreneurs, and for the people who are really doing it. Hey guys, we know you have struggled too, but this isn't only about entrepreneurs. This is your workshop where you come, learn, answer your questions, and spread that knowledge into your life and others. Here's to you on your path. Here's to those who want to build an amazing life. And here's some advice, some people to relate to, and a whole lot of stories. Hey, everyone. 
everyone. I am here today with the Bobby Brown. Bobby, how are you doing? I am doing good. A little hot where I am, but I'm doing great. My grandma is actually here, and right before the call, she was like, is she going to make me glow within? Like my, mom, my grandma is so, so supportive. She only wears your products, and she has a lady at the counter. She calls her Bobby Brown Girl. Um, it's funny. She, it's just the way my family supports and shows the love of me talking. Well, you know, I'm not, tell your grandma thanks, but I'm not with the company anymore. Yes, yes, she's sad about it, but she's like, well, now I just have to try a new product. So last time I saw you, it was my last day in New York City. It was ridiculous. I we've been trying to get back and forth and I was so excited to get out of New York City, but it kind of, you know, ended the whole experience, you know, full circle. So, it was really really nice. And we met at that vegan restaurant and I still crave those cookies. They're so good. Yeah. Those were, it, was, it was a paleo restaurant actually. It was Hugh Kitchen Paleo Restaurant and paleo just means that you in theory eat like a caveman and there's no no grains like almond or coconut flour. Yeah, it's so good. Um, so pretty much my first question for you is, I mean, everybody always asks, like, why have you chosen to speak with me and keep up with me for all of these years? I sent you that little flower letter with the sticker on it, and we've kept up for so many years. And so, yeah, like what? Because you get so many inquiries and all that type of stuff. So I do. I do. I don't know. There was just something about you early on. And every year you continue to reach out to me. And I remember, I guess it was your mom. I said, you know, wait till she graduates. And when you finally graduated and I said, you got to go to college and you called me and said you were in New York, you know, I took a personal interest in it. And it just, it would just turned out because I was between gigs. I wasn't, you know, didn't start the new company yet. I had a little time on my hands. Now I don't have that much time on my hands. So yeah, for sure. When we were at the restaurant, you told me kind of about how the family you have when you're young is important, but when you grow up that your own family is the most important. And I've always kind of think about that. And, um, you know, like how have you created a work-life balance and keeping your family still at the forefront? Well, you know, now it's easier than ever, but unfortunately my kids are all out of the house. As I tell my husband, we did too good of a job. They're, they're, they're very independent and happy. So they have their own lives. But when they were young, I made sure that I was at every school sing along at every, you know, I never missed a teacher's conference. I never missed a, you know, a soccer game, all the things that were just part of my kids. You know, honestly, I will say I wasn't the perfect parent. I was a little overwhelmed half of the time, you know, or exhausted, but I just wanted to be there, you know, physically and in spirit. And, um, you know, it just always, I realized that my kids are what makes me really happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're all married now, right? No, 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 no one's married now. My oldest, oh. my oldest is 28 and has a long-term girlfriend. My second is 26, has a pretty serious girlfriend. And my, my baby, hard to believe is 20 and he's still in college. Wow. Where is he going? He goes to Syracuse. Oh, wow. Awesome. So still in New York. Um, And you told me you never really liked New York, did you? (laughs) Well, you know, the city is a rough place. I, you know, I, I love it in the fall. I love it around Christmas time. I love it when, you know, I'm going to a restaurant, meeting my friends or my kids. I find it just really hard to maneuver, especially when it's hot. You know, transporting across town could take forever. And 
you know, I find it just a, a tough place. I mean, I, I have a love-hate relationship with it. Yes, I mean, I have that same exact love-hate relationship. It is exciting and happy and lovely, but also miserable and difficult. <laughs> um, so I totally understand that. But I would love to dive into, you know, your beginnings. And I know you talk about it online and on interviews, and you're probably sick of it, so we'll just keep it short. But just kind of where you went to college and how that led into your corporation and where you are now. Well, I started, I went to college, uh, my third college, which was Emerson College in Boston. I studied theatrical makeup. No, they did not offer it, but I was able to design my own major. They called it an interdisciplinary major. Now I know that means entrepreneur, but at the time, you know, I didn't know what that was. I graduated. I waited on tables for a year so I could figure out and be confident enough that I could pay my rent. And then I moved to New York with my boyfriend at the time. We got a teeny little apartment in the village. And I started pounding the pavements, trying to be a freelance makeup artist, not really even knowing what that meant. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then you went from your freelance makeup to having your own company. And what was that journey like? Was it a good one? Well, as a freelance makeup artist, travel a lot. I got to do models and celebrities. And, you know, my quiet times, I would do makeup in a salon in New York just to make extra cash. That was, you know, my waiting on tables. And I realized that most of the makeup on the market, when I was teaching women to do their makeup, they'd have to blend to get the right colors. And I never had an idea of starting a company, but I just um, one day met a chemist and I asked him if he could make me a lipstick. It just was, you know, I so happened to run into him at a, at a shoot and he made me a lipstick. I said, wow, I guess people would really love this if they were able to try it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then it spiraled, which is so crazy. And so did you ever know it was going to turn into a big corporation? I never knew. And honestly, if I had a crystal ball and they would have said, this is what your life, you know, would be. I probably would have run the other way because I can't even looking back, I can't even believe all the things I did and, and got to, you know, experience in the world. I'm very, very lucky for that and very mm -hmm. grateful that I, you know, I, I had all those things in my life. I'm mostly grateful that I'm sitting here in my new headquarters with my new team and it's the company now is exactly the way I want it. We, you know, how we dress, how we work is a very different place than where I came from. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with your corporation and having that, what were like, what went into having the corporation and putting it all together that people don't really know about having such a big company? Mm -hmm. Well, I sold the company. I started the Bobby Brown Cosmetics with myself, my husband, and another couple uh, husband and wife, we started it together. And after four years, we sold the company to Estee Lauder. And the reasons we sold it were because Estee Lauder was, you know, an amazing brand to help us grow. And, and we really didn't get along. The two couples really didn't get along that well. It was very, very uh, tumultuous. So it was a good move um, to do that. And it wasn't easy, you know, being a small little brand to start working within a corporation. But I stayed with the corporation 22 years. And, you know, I changed, Bobby Brown Cosmetics changed, and certainly the big corporation, Estee Lauder, changed. So 
You just mm-hmm. got to figure your way out, you know, uh, and figure out how you can make it work. I mean, yeah, now you have your company the way you want it and it's not a corporation anymore. So how were those different and what do you like kind of now about what you're doing? Right. What I loved about it was certainly, you know, in the early to mid days that I got to hire every single employee, you know, really lead all the teams in, you know, doing what I really believed in. And it wasn't so meeting heavy and so document heavy. And then as the corporation, you know, um, got more involved with the brand as the brand got bigger, when I left, it was a billion dollars. And as the brand got bigger, the amount of time spent in meetings and documents were just way more than I ever wanted to deal with. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, you created the brand to be based on inner beauty. And um, it when you left, was it difficult kind of to see it change? You know, I remember you commented on my Instagram one time, you're like, no contour needed because that was something you were never about. And right. has it been hard seeing it change? Well, you know, certainly it was really hard, you know, to leave. It was more emotionally hard to leave. And I I certainly wasn't happy in the end. It was really frustrating. I was really stressed and just not a happy girl. And, um, you know, my skin was not looking good. My hair wasn't looking good. It was clearly that stress is not good for your beauty as well as, as your health. And, you know, once I was able to kind of personally go through some different emotional feelings, and also I started doing all these creative projects right away. So I was feeding myself in a new way, happy I didn't have the stress. You know, I realized that it takes time. And and now some of my frustrations with my new company, you know, is I'm a startup and have a few young people running around doing things, you know, not 20 people doing, you know, the person, the job of one person. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's good and bad, but I am, you know, mostly I miss the people and I miss the creative, um, you know, camaraderie that, that I had with so many people. And I miss my artists that still reach out to me on a daily basis on Instagram. You know, there's, they still seem bummed that I'm not there. Um, so you went from uh, the corporation to your new company. And um, so it's kind of cool to me that you had the, the first one. It was always still about inner beauty, but it was makeup. And now you're doing literal inner beauty. And so you left and now you're kind of an entrepreneur again. And I love that you are doing what's important to you. You did nutrition school, you left your corporation, you started a new company. So I would love to talk about your new company and how you got the idea, how to like create the products that you wanted to be within it. And yeah. Well, then, you know, people say, what are you doing now? I say, I have a lifestyle brand and under the brand, I have a hotel that my husband and I developed called the George hotel in Montclair. And it was a very intensive project for a year and a half with all sorts of, you know, healthy, cool partnerships. And then Um, I also had an opportunity to imagine what my inside beauty line would be. And I started with a vanilla powder, collagen powder that's good for your skin, has magnesium to calm you down and has all these great ingredients to keep you away from the sweet basket after dinner. And then I have a chocolate um, shake that is amazing with energy and fills you up in the afternoon. So I am still working on, you know, help solving women's problems. 
And then there's also a hair, skin, and nails vitamin, which, you know, really does help beauty from the inside out and a probiotic that dissolves on your tongue. And we have a couple, we have two new products launching in September that we're finalizing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you talk to real women and find out like all the real problems or how did you kind of get that inspiration for those products? I mean, the difference between me and companies, I don't go out and talk to people when I need to know something. I just always talk to people. Yeah, it's like it's it's very authentic who I am. It's not okay. Well, we're launching this. Let's go talk to the people on the street and see what they want. Mm -hmm. I know what people want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I mean you've done that your whole life, so for sure. And um, so you have always been into health and that whole world. So do you kind of feel like you've landed in a place that feels right for you? Um, I'm really excited because it's definitely just one of the many things that I'm going to be working on. So what makes me most happy is I'm sitting in this room and I'm looking out in my, in my office and I have the most like visual pictures everywhere. And they just, things I've worked on in the past, things that are working on now, things that, you know, I am, I'm inspired to work on in the future. And I just love being with creative people and it's what fuel, it's what gets me excited. It fuels my brain and you know, it just makes me feel good. And I love working with all these young people because, you know, half of the time I think I'm their age. <laughs> we, have no, we have no mirrors here, but <laughs> honestly, I don't, I don't wear makeup anymore. Yeah, I don't either. Isn't that crazy? I I used to wear it constantly and now I don't want it on my skin and may, I feel so much more confident now without it. It's weird. I mean, and, you know, I, it's also summertime. So I do have a little color and it does even out my skin. And when I'm going out, I will put mascara on and I will put, you know, some eyeliner on and I don't use Bobby anymore. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think I only wear eye makeup. I don't put anything on my skin anymore. I feel like my skin is evened out to a point. And you know what? You should really create something for your skin that like you actually cannot feel and that's 100% organic. I think that's what I need. <laughs> you know? that, would be, uh, that would be the direction I'd go in, not to worry. Awesome. Well, it's good to hear that. But kind of speaking about health and nutrition, you know a lot about that. And nutrition is so important for our bodies, for our happiness, our emotions, and to make us feel good. So, you know, do you have any tips or tricks to kind of help people with with nutrition and how to feel better and feed their bodies? Well, you know, everyone is different. And some people feel their best when they're not eating, you know, any kind of carbs. Other people feel their best when they're eating, you know, brown rice and whole grain bread. So you just have to figure out what works for you. And you have to figure out a way, this is probably the most important, figure out a way so you eat just enough. Because so many, especially women my age, and I am definitely suffer from this, I eat really, really healthy, but I realize that I've been, you know, eating too much healthy. And so my weight is not, you know, at a place where I would like it to be. So now I started writing everything down and I can really start looking. And by the way, I won't stick my hand in the, in the healthy raw almond bowl or the dark chocolate bowl because then I'd have to write it down. I realized that's a couple hundred calories. So I'm trying now to be a little bit more present. And uh, I think health and eating is an evolution and you have to try different things at different times. 
Yeah, those are awesome tips. Great. Yeah, I think my mom's going to really appreciate those. Bobby, one of my favorite things is the way that you are very creative, but you're also very like, this is how I want it to be. You're very, I feel like pretty analytical. And is that something that has always been a part of you and like when you work and with other people and just yourself at home? And is it something that has always been a part of you? You know, I don't know where it came from. I certainly wasn't a good student, but when, you know, there was some topic that really interested me, I was happy to do research. I was happy to figure out a new way to present it to the teachers or the class. And that's kind of the way I am now. You know, I, I, I can't really follow instructions, you know, written instructions. And if you show me maybe a couple times, I could figure something out. And I also really believe in solving problems. And sometimes I overhear people on my team working on something. I'm like, what are you working on? And like, oh, well, we're going to present it to you next week. I'm like, tell me what you're working on. And they tell me and I say, no, you're spinning your wheels. Do this and this and this is all we need. And give me Amazon. I'll find it for you. And they're like, oh, my God. I always like to make simple decisions on everything. Yeah. Do you think that people who work for you, it's like a different type of curve, learning curve, you know, having a boss like you? You got to be the right kind of person, right? You have to be the right kind of person. And, you know, right now I only have three full-time people on my team and the summer we have anywhere from six to eight interns. And now that half the summer is over and they're totally getting comfortable, you know, with themselves and with us. And I'm now, you know, saying, guys, I want you to go through every Instagram. I want you to tell me what pictures are good, what aren't good. Tell me what captions, tell me what, what I could be doing. So, you know, I, I, I'm excited to see what they're going to come back with. Yeah. And it's good to have young people, especially during this age with all the social media, knowing how to do all that stuff. So that's awesome. I just tried something right before you called, which was on Instagram, there's a new feature that I can ask a question and people could answer it and then I could yes. post it. So I did it. I did it right before I hopped on the phone. Oh my gosh. Yes. I've seen literally every person <laughs> on Instagram doing that. And it's awesome. I like, I like reading them, seeing yeah. things that they ask. It's very, it can get really personal. So it's interesting to read. Um, so you did the hotel, you are doing stuff with your husband. And I mean, how has that been? Has it been good to kind of, you know, be in the stage of your life, you know, traveling or, you know, creating things with your husband and doing what's important to you? Has that been, has it been good? Well, the, I'm really lucky. This September is my 30th anniversary. And I happen to still be madly in love with my best friend. And I, you know, not everyone is that lucky. I, I love my husband. He's, uh, you know, he's definitely my best friend. And he, he, he's not an easy guy, you know, like what husband is. I'm sure I'm not easy for him. But you learn over the years what matters and what is just petty things that don't matter. And now that the kids are out of the house, you know, I'm really lucky that we enjoy each other's company and we're each other's best, biggest supporters. I love that. When we were in the restaurant in New York, you told me that you've kind of gone through those whole stages in life and you've gone to New York, you created your own career, you got married, you had kids, you left your career and now you're still creating and you told me that you have done all these things and you look back and it's all been fine and 
You're like, Madison, you don't need to control things or worry because everything turns out fine. And that's a piece of wisdom I've taken with me. And is that kind of your mindset on everything? And maybe you could share a little bit about that more because it has helped me personally a lot. The, the funny thing about the press, I've been interviewed for over 30 years and, you know, they, you sit with someone and they ask you questions, you answer them. Sounds like everything is just this, you know, magic ride. And honestly, everything is hard. Having a dog is hard. You know, going to exercise class, building companies day to day and, you know, anything's hard. Cleaning out your garage, like nothing is easy. But when you kind of, you know, look at it all together, you're like, okay, you, you have to realize it's the little things that matter more than the big things. Yeah. Family or (laughs) family, friends, by the way, friends are important. You know, strangers are important. Being nice to people is important. Being present is important. I'm not very good at it, but I'm trying. Me too. Me too. I mean, in interviews, you always talk about what the interviewer asks you and what they want to know and what everybody wants to know. But, you know, what do you want people to know and what's currently important to you? What are things that you're focusing on? Um, You know, I'm really focusing on just, you know, teaching the people around me how to how to get things done in a less stressful way for them. So that's something I'm, you know, I'm working with, I'm working on. I'm also working on trying really hard not to get overwhelmed when there's so many things going on. And my dad taught me early on to compartmentalize, to try to like do one thing at a time. So I visualize like this like silver shelf and inside this silver shelf are boxes and they're all, the boxes are all kind of like, you know, off white linen because I'm very visual and each box has a label on them. And I've got different things, whether it's the hotel, whether it's a makeup artist again, maybe it's that part of my career. Maybe it's my basement that I want to fix. Maybe it's my brother who's got some issues, whatever it is. And I do one thing at a time. And some boxes fall off the shelf and you got to like walk away from the other boxes. And other times you just put things back in the shelf, put it, put everything away and walk away and do something else. If that makes any sense. Yeah, you have to. I mean, there's too many things in my mind when I have so many things going on. I have to, I just think of something in my hand and I think of it letting go or putting something in a balloon and watching it float away. But you have to have different ways of doing that. So um, my mom actually just texted me and she said, can you please ask Bobby what to do when you retire and how to stay fulfilled and still creative? (laughs) Um, Well, it's, it's difficult and it's really simple. You know, you have to just think what would fill you up (laughs) because you, you know, when you're used to working and having a place to go and people to work with, and all of a sudden you don't, some people do it effortlessly and they travel and they're so happy. I have a friend that was the head of NBC sports for 40 something years and he retired and just walked away and travels with his wife. And I'm like, don't you miss being in the game. He's like, not at all. So I need to just do projects and fuel myself with, you know, different things. It depends what your mom loves. You know, my dad walked away from being a lawyer and started writing children's books at 70. Anyone, you know, it's about finding your passion and working within your passion. Yeah, for sure. For sure. A question I always ask people is, 
personal or a career struggle that was really big for you or hard for you that you feel like has impacted your way of thinking or you've really learned from? Oh my goodness. And there's so much, you know, you know, just really it's time for me, it's time management, you know, some, some time I just waste time and other times I am so like proactive with all the things I do. And I guess I just have to realize when I'm wasting time, it's okay. Cause maybe that's the time I recharge. So, I want to say, you know, I'm really impressed with your interview skills and these questions and your comfort level and your confidence. So I want to ask your mom and your grandma, like, what do they do to make you so, you know, fluid? They're actually downstairs. They're like, I told them, I was like, you need to leave. Like, I no noise. This has to be perfect. I think I, one of my favorite things ever is connecting with people. And I think it's really important to learn from people and gain other people's wisdom because that's why I love to read books. And that's why I love to listen to podcasts and hear people's stories because you get to hear their wisdom that they've learned over the years in like 10 minutes. And so that's why I love doing this. And I think, I don't know, my mom's always taught me the importance of networking and conversation. And the most important thing about conversation she's always told me is to care about what the other person has to say and ask good questions because people want to talk about themselves and people want to teach other people. So, wow, maybe, maybe, maybe you should do some specials. You and your mom interview, like, you know, another mom and daughter or something. Bobby, you don't even know right now. I have too many ideas and I don't know where to put them. And there's too many things I want to do. And so, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> um, well, my last question for you is because I know you're busy. You have to get back uh, to everything, your life. So um, just any big advice that you've learned or anything that you think is really important to share to people that you've learned? Um, you know, just that whatever struggles you are going through, there is an answer. It just and I don't believe that um, you've made a mistake. I believe that it should be a way, you know, the universe is teaching you how to do something different. So just, you know, it's all about your attitude. You have Mm -hmm. a good attitude. You could accomplish and figure anything out. You have a bad attitude. You might as well just do something else. I mean, yeah, I think it's absolutely crazy that your worldview is just the perspective you have. And I think it's important to have a good one. So I totally agree. But I was talking to my grandma before this and she was like, I totally understand why you're talking to Bobby and you doing these this interview, but you know, what made you keep up with her all these years? Like, why Bobby? And I was like, I think everyone should have a role model. And mine happened to be someone who I found when I was young, but I also happened to find someone who is intelligent, tells us that beauty comes from within and that makeup is meant to accentuate. Someone who's healthy, loves her family, and is a strong female entrepreneur. And I just appreciate how real and genuine you are. And I'm so lucky that I have been able to keep in touch with you all of these years and to have you as my role model. So, oh, I, you know what? I love I love this podcast so much. If there's a way that I could repost it on Just Bobby, I would love to. Oh my gosh, yes. I will send you the link. I have you know, Apple, Spotify, a bunch of different links, whatever works. But yeah, I have so many ideas. So I will definitely do my best to pay it back to you in the future. So well, keep in touch. And you've got how much, how many more years of college? Three technically, but I might graduate in two. I mean, it's kind of nice to have college going on and have a safe space where I can kind of get my ideas going. 
So well, keep in touch. I know you will. And by the way, any other girls out there that's listening, sorry, I don't have any more time. I know, I know, I know you don't. All right. Well, I made sure to keep it pretty short so that you could get back to what you're doing. But thank you so much, Bobby. And I will be in touch. You too. Say hi to mom and grandma. I will. Thanks, Bobby. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening today. As you can tell, she is genuine, authentic, honest, amazing, and such an impactful businesswoman and female entrepreneur. She has been such a role model to me, and I hope she is also one for you as well. I hope she taught you some things or fixed your curiosity, but she taught us so much about just life and creating your career, having kids, a family, and leaving to do your own thing and how everything always works out in the end. I am so happy she came on today. She is such a rock star and the strong female that I hope everyone aspires to be. But thank you guys so much for being here, for listening, for tuning in, and also thank yourself for giving yourself a platform where you can come and learn and improve yourself because that is the first step of self-work. And you got a lot of wisdom today to put into your own life. So thank yourself. And also, I cannot wait to see you guys next time for all the following episodes to come. So enjoy your weekend, enjoy your days, and thank you so much for being here.